I'm KT. And this is The Trout, and welcome back to episode six of KT and The Trout. We're going to start a new series. We decided as musicians that we should do something unique, like talk about music. (laughs) So that's what we're going to do. And today we're going to be talking about, oh, before I forget, I always tell people, please join us. Oh, now we're on uh, iTunes and Spotify. So everywhere, if, everywhere, everywhere. In fact, you can go down the street and find somebody that'll say, "Off, oh, I Katie and the Trout." I know who they are. I've seen that. I've seen that. Listen to it too. <clears throat> Should, soon we'll be on YouTube. I'll get that going too. We got a pretty up first. We got a yeah. We don't we don't <laughs> use makeup in the morning. Um, although I have a nice shirt on, but that's all. Uh, the other thing is, don't forget to follow us. We want more people to follow us. Since you are, can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify. Well, anything else you listen to us Just on? Just don't good. do what you do to Bieber and stand out front of my house, please, because, you know, this is my private residence. And <laughs> and, his, and his address is? Yeah. On the side of a street somewhere such and such a street, public. Such yes. and such a street okay. in Texas. Okay, so this is quite another subject, but I want to bring it up. So Colonel Allen West is running for governor as a Republican candidate this year at Texas. So I follow him on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or whatever he's on. Anyway, the other day he put it up there that he had somebody come by his house and started taking pictures of his house. Okay. <laughs> and that scared him. And he called, here's a guy that has, you know, fought wherever he fought. And he's like, my private residence is my private residence. So yeah. Well, you got to get into a, I'm sure he's in a gated community, but if you're not, if you're really looking for it, then yeah, you got to gate yourself up. So the world is a weird place. We know that. So the first thing we're going to talk about today on our famous music series, and we have and, and we have some other things coming up. So the first thing we're going to talk about is something that we all have experienced, and that is a song that gets caught in your head that will not go away. Have you ever had one of those? You know what? It's funny. This morning I woke up, and I've been watching this band out of Russia that does Chicago songs. But they did My Old School by Steely Dan. Unbelievable. I mean, it's just unbelievable how good they are. the F word almost came out there. It was so unbelievable. Fire truck? Um, So I was watching it. They were doing that song by Steely Dan. I'll never go back to my... Old school, don't, don't. it's a great song. So I wake up this morning and guess what? You're, you're singing. <laughs> you can't stop thinking about it now. <laughs> so now that is what an earworm is. And they actually have psychological tests that have tested people about what are earworms. So are you telling me that every human has a little worm in their ear <laughs> that <laughs> sings these little. <laughs> Sings these little songs in your ears, and that's why that's how you can't get them out of your head because it's that's, these little worms. There's actually a song by Kylie. What's her name? Kylie McGrew. I can't even remember her name. Anyway, it's called "Make it, uh, Get It Out of My Head" or "Can't Get You." Kylie out of my head. Minogue. Thank you. Yes, I can never pronounce her last name. Yes. So earworms, and it apparently is more prominent in the Western culture than it is in East culture. Okay. And in the second part of this episode... I wonder why that is. That's kind of unusual. That's what I'm getting to. I think this is why. Okay. I don't know if it's true or not, but I just think about it. 
So when you listen to a song that gets in your brain, it's almost like we're going to talk about this in our second part of this series today is it's a catchy phrase. There are all little catchy phrases that we just can't seem to forget. And I think when you listen to Middle Eastern music, uh, Indian music, uh, it's there's no catchy phrase there. I mean, it's not, it's, it's it's more of a harmonic style. Yeah. Yeah. So with us, it's like, as you said earlier, well, I think it's the phrase with the notes that go with it, with the harmony of that phrase. Yes, you're right. Because there was one, the Diesel Driving Academy song. One eight hundred five five one eight nine hundred, and it was like <laughs> Diesel Driving Academy. And dude, we used to sing that all the time. Man. That was it, I another... could not get it out of my head. It was in Arkansas, of course. Okay. But <laughs> I just figured, hey y'all, y'all won't be a Diesel Academy with that one. You got to be. But I mean, don't, things like that too. Like I think the way these commercials put together their little jingles, and you know. The Texas Hammer. It's, a, it's an earworm. Yeah. Well, the Texas Hammer, that guy, I wouldn't be afraid of him if he was standing next to me with a sledgehammer. Jim Adler. I'd try to be really tough. I'm, <laughs> look, I've got a sledgehammer. Oh, yeah, I'm going to beat your people up. Okay. But I, I bet there is a science behind it, like you were saying. I bet there really is a science behind it. Well, it's interesting we... you should bring that up because it's exactly the reason we're talking about this. Earworms, and I, and I can talk about the medical part of it. Uh well, it's just here's what they say about what predisposes to earworms. Okay, in order to get, and this is from Harvard, by the way. I think they're some little, oh, some little. Then they're not just some little community no, college down Harvard. the road. It says, in order to get stuck in your head, earworms rely on brain networks that are involved in perception, emotion, memory, and spontaneous thought. And we thought it was just a catchy phrase. Yeah. No. Uh, they're tr- oh, here we go. They are typically triggered by actually hearing a song. Duh. duh. Uh, they may also creep up on you while you're feeling good. Okay. Or when you're happy dreamy, time. dreamy, that's in quotations, in t- inattentive, <laughs> or a nostalgic state. Okay. I've never been to that state. I've been to no, a lot I've, of states. I've never been are to they, such. They're not here. No, they're somewhere else. And it may also show up with your stressed about having too much to think about. That's interesting. So it's your brain's way of kind of lightening things up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and you're, you should have gone to Harvard. Did you go to Harvard? I mean, That's exactly I mean what say. maybe in a past life. It says right here, it is as if your stressed out brain latches onto a repetitive idea and sticks with it. Exactly what you huh. said, KT. Man. Maybe I should have gone to college. I might have done well. No, you did. See, you, you went to college oh, yeah. alive. Right? I did. I went to Harvard, actually. <laughs> okay, now here's an interesting side moat. It point is. Side moat? Side moat. That's a new word. <laughs> what might earworms be good for you? Why? No, why? Not what? I can't why? read this okay. one. Why might earworms? It says... Like I said, I think the relief of stress, you know, kind of give you a little chuckle. Yep. Um, it's funny to get other people mad at you because they won't stop singing the song that you kind of <laughs> came in and they're like, man. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I Okay. This is what I, I have never liked this and I can't... I My granddaughter was doing this the other day and I told her to stop. When a song comes on and and you want to hear it, like they're playing, so, hey, this is a really cool song. And then they start singing with it. Singing with it or whistling it. And I'm like, I want yeah. to hear the song. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Would I like singing it? I said, well, you play it on your own. I don't know. So it's yeah. a pet peeve of me. Uh, mine. There is particular characteristic of music that lends itself. Ah, here we go. It lends itself. 
to becoming an earworm. In contrast to our daily speech, music typically has repetition built in, as in three chords. We're going to talk Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how absurd it would be if a person repeated themselves in in chorus? Hmm. I'm repeating myself in a chorus. Okay. Repeating myself in a chorus. (laughs) And already, see how irritating that is. I mean... (laughs) We're yet, creating though, an earwig right now. Yeah, right there. Yeah, through. Okay. Yet, though repetition of speech is associated with childishness. Oh, there we go. Right oh. there. We've just dealt with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, regression. And even insanity, in the case of music, it may signify a process that becomes pleasurable when it's understood through repetition. <laughs> no, also, you didn't. Yes, you did. No, you didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Also, each time music repeats, you hear something subtly, subtly different. In each part. Uh, so, you know, I wonder if that's what this whole thing on Instagram, I don't know if you've seen it, that's but it. there's this video that says, play this three times faster or whatever. And it's no, like, I haven't the, seen that one. three little birds sat on my window. <laughs> na, 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 na. And then it, you're listening to it, and you're like, what the heck are these people talking about? And then and the caption says, like, play this three times faster and it says something different and I'm just like man what so I'm wondering if that's what you know well I don't know it's, uh, let's see it says uh, okay about hearing different is what it, um, also earworms there are a form of spontaneous mental activity and mind wandering states mental mm. mind wandering states confer various advantages to the brain contributed to clear thinking and creativity there you go Somewhere over the rainbow. Okay. Now you're going to be singing that all day. Watch. (laughs) Oh, but whoa. Bad news, though. Not all stuck songs are benign. Oh, so they can cause like lumps and stuff? Sometimes they occur with obsessive compulsive disorder. What'd you say? Yeah. (laughs) Psychotic syndromes. I heard that band once. They were playing psychotic syndromes. Yeah. Migraine headaches, unusual forms of epilepsy, oh, that's not good, or mm. a condition known as pala I can't pronounce it, forget it. Yep. When you continue to hear a sound long after it has disappeared, persistent earworms lasting more than 24 hours, oh my God. Whoa, so you're just constantly over yeah. and over and over and over and Maybe over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And we'll play that over again. Yeah. Maybe caused by Add many. Add some reverb. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, maybe caused by many different illnesses such as stroke or cancer, metastasizing in the brain. Oh, okay. And you can go to your doctor and they can tell what? you if an earworm. Yeah, I know. Just... <laughs> Hold on. This is getting more disturbing <laughs> the further we go into well, it. It reminds thing... me, you know, you remember that episode of Star Trek where they put the helmets on there and there's those worms that crawled in their yes, ears? Yes, and... yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. This is turning into that for me. Okay, so now here's the key. Now, we here at KTN The Trout, we want to help people. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. Listen to our last <laughs> episode. We do. So I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he says, I said, what did you think of the last episode? He goes, what made me think? We were talking about UFOs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is what we're supposed to be. We're thought-provoking. 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 Think about this one. So if you get an airworm, and it could be anything. Like you, we were talking about Sweet Caroline earlier, and things like that, and yep. it's and, and but but you're going back to the marketing concept. If you think about marketing concepts, that's where it all comes from. It's really catchy phrases that earworms that catch right. in your brain and won't go away. Da 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 da. 
Aflac. Aflac. Yep. Or uh, what's the farmer's song? They they sing that all the time. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. We are farmers. There you go. Yeah. Those are all earworms. They're earworms. So. I think that, and like you say, I think there's some science behind it. There's got to be something in, like out of all those earworms, I wonder how many have the chord of C in it. Or how many have Ooh. these three chords put together? Is there a common denominator in an earworm? Like, okay, like one, two, three, A, B, C, so to speak. That would be interesting in finding out. Like gathering all these earworms and then throwing some data behind I it. Think and then I've let's write some I've actually thought about music. looking into that. <laughs> seeing if all had standard like C chords or A chords or something very yeah. simple that people understand. And I bet there is. It's kind of like. Music, movie, music, movie, music. I'll talk about that. So if I watch old westerns, like the Virginian and some of the, they, yeah, they spent had these great music intros. Oh yeah, very. You could remember it. Dramatic and yeah. What about the biggest one everybody knows? Dun 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 dun. That's an earworm. Yeah. So you just got hit. Dun 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 dun. Shut up. Us. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? you bad, bad boys, boys, boys. Bad boys. Okay. That's an airworm. Okay. Man, so we're following them all. Man, I need to go get my ears cleaned out. <laughs> okay, so now we know we all have earworms. And you're probably listening to this going, oh my gosh, I remember the earworms I had. As musicians, we write, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, we want to talk about hooks, which is exactly what those are. Mm. Okay, so now you Catching have an airworm. earworms. So now you have an earworm. How do you get rid of it? You put it okay. on a hook. As I told KT the other day, I said a friend of mine told me one time, he always sings, it's a small world after all. And of course, yeah. then that's stuck in your brain. <laughs> yeah, but that's an earworm. Instead of sure. singing something like you said, da 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 you're like, it's a small yeah. world. And then all of a sudden, it kind of goes away from you. Okay. So here's that what- that stick, so. <laughs> this is what Harvard, Harvard uh, I forgot who oh, the person, I should get My credit. school again, okay. Oh, this is a doctor that actually wrote this. I guess it's your Harvard Medical. That's not your yeah. shabby. Dr. Stevens, is that what it Doctor, is? No. If you've had enough of your earworm and need to stop an attraction, you would be well warned not to try to block the song out, but rather to passively accept it. I accept you <laughs> as a friend. <laughs> but it goes oh, to 11. It goes to 11. Uh, so be acceptive I, I have to of your you, earworms. I have to tell Embrace you. Embrace them. But we're talking about music, but this is completely off the subject. But I say this: the character lead guitar player in Spinal Tap is based on Jeff Beck. Never really? knew it. I heard heard an interview with Jeff the other day. Did the earworm tell you that? No, I saw an interview with Jeff. Well, I listened to it was on a radio record. But anyway, he oh. said when they played that part where he talks about the eleven part, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh my gosh, they're talking about me." And then he asked the guy, uh, Christopher Guest, I think it's the guy who played the part, is that about me? And he goes, no, no, not really. <laughs> of course it was. Uh, <laughs> of course okay. it was. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Uh, a determined effort to block the earworm, the song, out of your result may result in very opposite of what you want, called ironic process, in quotes, and studied extensively by psycho- <laughs> psychologist David Wagner. Thank you, David. Daniel, excuse me, Daniel. Resisting the song. Sorry, David. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> he is a brother, David. Resisting the song may make your brain keep playing it over 
and over again. Oh. So other people, they say there's some time to distract themselves from the song, and it works in one study. The most helpful cure tunes work. There you go. Exactly what I said. <laughs> God save the queen. God save the queen. Karma Chameleon by Culture Club. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, you know when that song was out? It was like 85, 86. Yeah, it was 80s. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Others seek out the tune in question because it is commonly believed that earworms occur when you remember only part of a song and hearing the entire song may extinguish it. So, hmm. so if you're just Yeah, because it's usually just small little pieces. You're not sitting there singing the whole song, right? So for the conclusion to this wonderful part of our episode, in most cases, earworms are neutral to to pleasant, not serious, and may even be part of your brain's creative process. Why say anymore? Mm. And right. we're not doctors. We have never played a doctor on TV. Where we played it somewhere else is a different story. But maybe. Yeah. maybe. <laughs> but if you still hear your word, this is a uh, you know an announcement. So they're healthy. Public, Embrace public the earworm. Public yes. announcement from KT at a trap. Don't if be afraid. If you hear an earworm more than twenty four hours, call your doctor. Call your doctor. And I don't mean Dr. Love that plays the music. (laughs) (laughs) So, we'll be back in a moment with the second part of this wonderful episode where we talk about why earworms are earworms. Today's KT and the Trout Show is sponsored by David Smith of Edward Jones. David helps people achieve their goals and make sense of investing. Be treated like the individual you are. David stays focused on what's most important. That's you. So call David Smith at 469-372-1587 for complete details. That's 469-372-1587 for complete details. David Smith with Edward Jones. Thanks, David. All right, we're back. We're back. All right, we're back. All right, All right we're, back. we're back. All right, we're back. So this episode's called Earworms and Three Chords. And you're saying to yourself, okay, what's an earworm? Which we just got through describing, if you were listening. If you weren't, well, tough. The three chords. Now, people want to know why popular music is popular and how come you how do you write a hit song? Why does it get stuck in my head? I can't stop singing this stupid song. So Katie and I are both songwriters and we're always looking for that. Obviously, we have not written a earworm yet. But, no, uh, <laughs> no. I did. You know, the first song I wrote sent to my producer many years ago. It was called "Brand New Me," and I went up and did it, and it was a marginal opportunity to do it. But he kept saying that that whatever I said in the song, he said it was like a hammer, just kept playing over mm. and over again. So three chords. Now, for those non-musicians. Most famous songs that, and we'll name them off here, and we're going to talk about songs that are stick in your head as earworms, but also we're going to talk about three chords, and that means they have three chords. That's it. Songs that have three chords in them. That's it. So what songs have three chords in them? Well, if anybody's heard ZZ Top, most of their songs are three chords. (laughs) And Billy Gibbons one time said on Howard Stern, two chords. So, That's crazy. <laughs> same two chords, just playing a different key. So <clears throat> we think that... So maybe it's keys that we're talking about. Well, that's in the key of A. Uh, so you're saying to yourself, what's a three-chord song? 
Well, if you're old enough and you're listening to any radio, Wooly Bully, three chord song. Mm. Wooly Bully. Louie Louie. Everybody's heard that song. It's just like Wooly Bully. It's just exactly like Wooly Bully. And during the 60s, there was a lot of three chord songs out. So you say, what, what are three chords? Well, in the music profession, we call them one, three, five. The one, the three, and the five. And the five. And I, for years, I go, I'm a guitarist. I'm not a piano player, but I started playing piano. I didn't know what they were talking about. They go, look, it's a one, three, five. And I go, what's <laughs> So I got here in front of me a keyboard. C, F, G is one, three, four. Actually, it's, yeah, C, F, G, A, D, E. So it's the number of chords down. So if you're touching the one yeah, chord, so if you're playing the next C, one, you want to do the three, and then the five. Yeah, so I got the next, you. It's so would it be two, four, and the eight? The two, four, and the eight? Kind of works that way. It does not work that way? No, I said it kind of works that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's the other thing. When I started playing piano or doing some recording with it, there are very few notes in the world. Just like 12. Every song ever written has, that's it. It's just moving up and down the different key signatures. C, D, E, F, G, A, B. That's it. That's all the chords. That's the only notes on the piano. Sounds easy. It does, doesn't it? So what other three chord songs are there? And, and let's talk about songs that are earworm songs. So ZZ Top was, and all blues songs are mostly all three chords. Mm. So if you listen to Buddy Guy or... That's right. That's three chords. C, yes. no, A, C, D. That's it. It goes up and modulates up. A, C, D, C? Oh, we're getting somewhere now. Yeah. So if you, you're listening, and so as musicians, we're looking, and this is the thing that if you're not a musician, you wouldn't understand this. But if you watch bands play, it doesn't matter if they're playing classical music or they're playing hard rock, ever, and if you don't play a musical instrument, you'd think they're always, look out, they're playing, that's so hard, how hard do they play? But as a musician, three chords are easy. Mm. Brown-eyed girl, that's another one. That's another brown-eyed girl. Um, I'm trying to remember all those three-chord cards so, songs. But those songs are catchy, and everybody would like to hear them. Now, here's the question I have, and we're going to talk about the earworm songs, and that is, why do we like those? I think, that, to me, it's more nursery rhymes, right? We kind of grew up in our development stages with nursery rhymes, and they were very repetitive, but they were easy to remember. And I think the songs that take that simple approach, like a nursery rhyme style approach, give you that kind of sensation, and they're easy to repeat, they're easy to remember. Yeah, what's and, the first uh, thing they teach kids how to play? Twinkle, twinkle, yeah. little star. Or what's the other one they always talk about? It's my see kids. Well, do you have kids? In, oh, they're not old enough for band yet. And I don't remember those kids' songs, man. It's crazy. No, but if, you're, if your kids, your boys, learn how to want to play an instrument and they get a little bit older, yeah. you'll be going to them and going... <clears throat> I'll really? learn a lot. Twinkle, yeah. twinkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but the I first think- thing I learned. Like when I did violin, that was the easiest. Cause bump, 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 bump. I mean, you know, it's easy. That sounds like. A and a lot of the a lot of the catchy songs, man. If you really listen to them, are are pretty simple in structure. And uh, well, and you know, it's funny because we are rep- that's hardly the hardest thing as a music writer is to write something that's catchy that something somebody else has never written. Mm-hmm. Because they're simple. Right. But there's John, still tons out there. I know. Right? John it's Lennon all about said. about how you 
No, go ahead. What you put over those notes, right? It's all about how you, and how you sound and your harmonics. You know, of course, you can't repeat someone word for word, but there's definitely I've seen plenty of people take the song and go listen to this song and listen to this song, and then you listen to them, you're like, man, you don't realize them, realize it listening to them separately, but when you kind of listen to them side by side, you know, you can tell yeah. the very the very similar, but just how the singer or how the guitar player. That's how intonates this or, you know, pushes this part here more than that part there. Yeah. It's all. Well, we could talk about people that do covers that do them better than the original people. Yeah. Well, and you listen to a lot of like the, like rap and older rap and even into like, uh, Kanye West's and stuff, they would take older music and they would use that as foundation to build over top of that, you know, um, Dre and all those. There's a lot of musicians, man, that use that style. Well, if you talk about rap or hip hop, it's basically the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I mean, repetitive. it's just the. It's all about the beat. Yeah, and that's and how I, we I, are as as humans are that way, man. We're very repetitive. That's how we learn. And and I always repetition. like, and I think that's why I like blues music a lot. But I always like going, and I don't go very frequently if I get asked to a gospel church with, where they mm. you know and play gospel the old music. Southern Baptist, Southern Baptist, like where they play, you know, the real gospel with the bands yeah. and the, because and it all, that all comes from, and it may be where three chord songs come from is mm. the people, the slaves that work chopping cotton mm. had their own little rhymes that they'd sing the all day long. It's a cadence to it. Yeah. So nice. if you think yeah, about definitely. 120 years, 130 years ago, we're doing the same thing they did, except trying to do it more fancy. And that and yeah. When, and you're talking about blues, right? That transpired yes, blues, yeah. into blues. And, yes. and uh, I think blues is the one the style of, of music really that, that hits me emotionally, right? When I listen to blues, I'm like, yep. that's one of those style of music that I can feel through my, my body, my soul, right? And it's you know, one of the it only ones that kind of do it, that. It has space in it. And a lot of people are like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? I can't yeah. explain it to you if, you don't, if you're not a musician, but it has space yeah. in it. And it's more of a, and you're exactly right, it has more feel to it. Mm. Well, and also the music, I think, like in rock, the music is, of course, the foundation and the vocals is what gives you the message. To me, in blues, the music with the story and the vocal give you the message, right? The music is just as important as what the vocalist is singing about and what story he's telling. Absolutely. You you know, you could stop singing and I can still feel your pain or feel what you're, you're thinking about or talking about when you listen to blues. Well... I wrote a song on my first album called No Reason for the Blues. And the reason why I said that is because I grew up in a middle-class white family. (laughs) We did okay. I mean, I'm not sitting around going, I didn't grow up in the South, and I didn't grow up having one, oh, look, my uncle gave me a guitar that had one string on it, or my mom and dad went out, and I I didn't have any of that stuff. We all have blues in our life, but blues are three chords. That's all they are, Mm. basically, 90% of the time. One, the only one that's not that's really famous the thrill is gone by bb king it's four mm. chords mm. but it just has a minor change it that's no big deal but getting back to what we were talking earlier about so the three chord songs you all know what they are and we could go on and on about them but you've all heard them and that's what you go out and buy all the time or listen to because it makes you feel good and and we as musicians would love to come up with more three chord songs mm. that make us money and they become earworms so, let's talk about current earworms, music that sticks in your head. And I went out and found some, and we were, Katie and I were talking about it earlier, 
Lady Gaga, which I've never been a huge fan of, except she does a good voice. She has an incredible voice. When she sings interesting songs. Mm. She sang with Tony Bennett once. Yeah, I saw that. It was very... Uh, it it was weird to watch, yeah. <laughs> the two of them. <laughs> I felt like it was... Yeah, it was... I don't know. I thought they were dating or something. I didn't know. It was weird to watch them perform. Tony's together. like 91 now. <clears throat> That's why it was weird. That is weird. Have you seen the performance between the two of them? It's it's live. No, I saw that. Well, they were in the, they were at the um, what were their the Grammy Awards one time when ACDC yeah. was the lead band. They came out and did three songs. ACDC and they were sitting in the front row, and he was sitting next to her. And I just thought, yeah, and they must yeah. have just that was like five four or five years ago. Yeah. And that was the was weird thing. That was weird when they were, you know. And then Paul McCartney. And then what was weird about this, I believe all this stuff, is people that never heard rock music. Jane Fonda was there and her husband. And right. he was looking like he was dead. I mean, she <laughs> was trying to pretend like, you know, they were doing... I He's good. No, doing. it's Bernie. <laughs> looking at Bernie's. He's fine. He's joining me. <laughs> exactly. What it reminded me Because they were doing Highway to Hell. And everybody's singing, oh, highway yeah. to hell. Wait a minute, that's an airway. He's back there going, I am in hell. And and she's sitting there trying to pretend to clap with it. <laughs> and he's just standing there looking at it like, where am I and why am yeah. I here? It was an interesting thing. I'm ready to go so, hang out with my so, friend Joe. So, that's it. All right. Earworms, three chords. What else can we say? Remember, if you have an earworm, tell us about it. <laughs> Hey, we Consult are on everything now. Send us an email, info at KT and the Trout. Let us know. Go to go to iTunes and tell us, everybody, how great you like listening to KT and the Trout. We're going to keep this short today because we have lots of things to do today in our lives. Not really. I'm KT. And I'm the Trout. And we're, we're out. out.